Robots Radio presents... Rated M for Mature. Tempt him up, bitch. And hello, everybody. Welcome to the DL Weekly Gaming News. I'm your host, Brenna. And I'm Jameson. And today I'm going to be leading things, I guess, because Jameson liked to spring this on me uh, in the middle of nowhere, so I have no time to prepare for myself. What do you mean? I texted you last week. You did not tell me that I was going to be leading the show. I did. Do you want to go through my text and show you? No, because I'm probably wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, let's, uh, let's get right into it. So PlayStation 5, um, they just decided that their, uh, their new lineup is going to be. So next generation is coming up and we're going to have all these new games uh, and they're going to show everything off uh, in this new what PlayStation 5 reveal. Yeah, I think it's just going to be like what games you can expect to launch at, uh, you know, with the console and what games will be coming soon. I don't think we're actually still going to see what the console looks like. Ouch. Why can we not? I want to see it. Yeah, I don't know when we're gonna find like, that out. You know out. what the ugly ass controller is gonna look like? It's not ugly. It's beautiful. It's fugly as hell. It's beautiful on the inside. Um, it's I don't know if it's beautiful on the inside either. Uh, but yeah, um, without E3, uh, we really don't know uh, what's going on with the next generation consoles. Everyone's kind of doing their own thing, which is good and bad at the same time um but yeah so we'll see what happens with playstation 5 unfortunately um playstation 5 could be getting a silent hill though so haido kojima kojima is not going to be a part of this apparently um but dust golem said that there is going to be a remaster reboot of um silent hill game so We'll see how that's going to come out. Uh, It's going to be after, well, supposedly it's going to be shown a demo right after the PlayStation 5 real reveal event. So how do you feel about it not being produced by Kojima? I mean, if it's just a remaster, then I'm okay with that because they'll probably just make the graphics all better and fix some mechanics. But, you know, just looking at that picture already, I'm I'm so out. I'm so I, yeah. out. Like. I, this was in, like, we have our little outline, and I was like, oh, Silent Hill. Click on it. The first thing I see is this nope-ass photo of, like, I mean, it looks great, um, but this, like, ungodly tall weird thing that has, like, noodly legs. I don't know. It's not. I don't like it at all. Noodly legs. It looks noodly, even there. though you can't really see them. They look noodly. No? You don't agree with me? No, I 100% agree with you. Thank you. Thank very you very noodly. <laughs> All right. Um, unfortunately... You know what's also well, noodly? What? Pool noodles. Pool. Like, how much fun are pool noodles? Did like, you seriously just say, what else is noodly pool noodles? Yeah. Just, like, hitting the shit out of each other with pool noodles. And then, like... And then you, like, stick the pool noodle under the water, and you pop it up, and you just, like... Spray the crap out of your friends. Exactly. Yeah, I was going to say that. And then you get like pieces of the foam in your mouth and it's absolutely disgusting. Are you, sir? Sir, what's going on over there? Hmm? Carry on. You're in charge. I'm busy. Oh, he's busy texting. I'm sorry. Yeah, keep going. I'm here. I'm present. I'm game. What's next, Brenna? What's next is Call of Duty is apparently going to be somewhat going back to its older ways in a more historical setting. So the new uh, Black the Ops numbers, is going to be Mason, coming What do they mean? It's one of our most... I think I it's one like of our most coded. used, yeah. I think so. <laughs> I don't know why that's the one, but it... And not, not just during the show, just outside of the show. Even when we're just hanging out or whatever, playing video games, we just quote it. And it's not even like that was one of my favorite games. I mean, I like that game, but like it's I don't know why we have chosen. But uh, Call of Duty, the Black Ops series is going to be going back to the historical times. Well, they are hinting at that with a new title being uh, Black Ops Cold War. So it's quite a mouthful. Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. 
I like God, your. So much. I like your description, by the way. Going back to the historical ways of black, this is the kind of game that I want to play. <laughs> That's because I totally forgot to type the rest of it in there, and I'm glad that I didn't. <sighs> but the whole Black Ops series um, has kind of been not kind of it has been going down in recent years. And the first one and two are my absolute favorites. Um, with the first one being a little bit more Vietnam based, right? Yeah, one and two, I think were were all Cold War era, and then I think it was three that started going um, futuristic. Into, yeah, into the future. Because yeah. was three the one with Kevin Spacey in it? It totally was, and they had they had just introduced the suits, and people were flying around, and I hated it. And then they did it again, and the next three, one. I don't think three had the suits. I think it went three ghosts. Or wait, no, it went Ghost 3, then they went to Space, Infinite Warfare, uh, yeah. and then yes, they, and then they did it. that's where I'm getting it mixed up. Then they did it. Infinite. Oh, wait, no. Was Kevin Spacey the Infinite one? I don't know. That's then good. They, they then weren't they, good. Then they went Advanced, and Advanced had the, the robots, and then they went World War II, and then they went Black Ops 4. Yeah. So, hopefully we can get closer and closer to the original Black Ops series, just original Call of Duty in general, um, and less of this weird sort of spacey, futuristic type thing, because that's the Call of Duty that I absolutely loved. Especially since we might be getting a Crisis Remastered, we can stay away from the spacey stuff and just get our fix from something like that. That would be cool. Side note, I, I thought of this the other day, and I didn't mention it to anybody, but so they ended development on Battlefront 2 and Battlefield because they have some other game that they're that they're going to be coming out with so they're not going to be updating it anymore. But I wonder I would be super down for this cuz they only ever made one futuristic Battlefield game, 2142, and that was back in like 2004, like way back when. But EA owns Titanfall because they own Respawn. They could totally make a Titanfall Battlefield game. Like, can you imagine Ooh. large 30-player games of, like, pilots? You have, and they have AI in Titanfall, so you have the little AI Marines inspectors dropping and moving around. You'd have people in Titans. They have little shuttles and ships. Like, that could be pretty dope. You know what they need to do? Is they need to have, like, a game where it's, like, a general which is a person, right? One of this player. And then they have subsets of little people that run around, right? And you get to call orders and try and win this massive battle. That's, those are RTS games, Brenna. Yeah, but actually have like people that you're commanding. More like... Uh, That's Battlefield, Battlefield 2 Modern Combat had that. There was one player that was the commander and the commander could like spawn vehicles or do things. Uh, and then all the other players were just playing space version with titanfall that'd be cool yeah that'd be cool all right sorry yeah. for that tangent no go for it uh okay but this is kind of absurd take two interactive um which is a parent game to rockstar games the famous uh mostly famous right now for gta 6 and it being free they're also parents to uh gearbox uh who does uh borderlands uh they're a parent to quite a bit of you know, different industry studios, but they say that within the next year uh, or five years, sorry, within the next five years, they're going to be releasing 93 titles. What? Who, who asked for this? Nobody. I don't know. And they said that it's going to be broken down into 63 quotations, core experiences. The fuck does core experiences necessarily mean? Like full AAA titles. 63? Five years. I don't know. Between, I mean, I get it. They have a lot of companies underneath them, but that's still a lot. 93 games is still fucking absurd. It's absurd. So they said 63 core experiences, 17 mild core games. Okay. I like um, mild and core. It's much better than hardcore. <laughs> I was really trying to let you finish whatever you were going to go through, but I was trying not to laugh. <laughs> 
And the last 12 in this are going to be casual slash arcade titles. So I think the thing that kind of annoys me with this is they talk a lot about it being like fiscal year and things like that. And it just seems like they're, well, they talk about uh, their investors and saying that, you know, hey, we're going to be producing a lot of games, invest in us. And it seems like that's the wrong way to go. Uh, and companies in general have been just trying to make money and produce games because, I mean, you look at certain titles making millions. I mean, GTA, what are they? They're like 130 million units sold now. And that game is like almost a decade old. It's, it's insane that people are still playing. It's like seven years old. Yeah. And it continues yeah. to be one of their most popular games with people playing online. But yeah, the big thing is that people are speculating that in these 93 games that GTA 6 is going to be one of them. Um, yeah we'll see i mean it's still in production they say the gta 6 is still like kind of being made and whatnot yeah i would put gta like probably in year three four or five out of that if it if it makes an appearance i think it's slotted for a year like four or five uh but i do think that at like year two we're gonna start seeing companies cracking just from trying to produce that much so i mean as much as i want grand theft auto 6 because obviously we said like seven years we've been waiting for this but yeah i don't want to see it that bad uh i like people that code i don't want them to be harmed in the making of these games so um god i'm so tired of Epic. That would be sorry before you before you go on your epic rant. That would actually be like a good little disclaimer you can put on your game. No developers were harmed in the making of this game. <laughs> That's exact. That would be hilarious. I love that. I mean, you could say that probably about Nintendo. Maybe we don't know what goes on inside of Nintendo. What if Nintendo? Big conspiracy theory here. What if Nintendo is like the worst of them all, <laughs> but they're like super like dictatorship about it and just no one says anything maybe like, but i mean japan has a completely different worth ethic work ethic than other countries yeah, they have to. people do it to themselves i don't know it's the culture right yeah, like if you don't do culture. it then someone else will just take your spot so you might as well and no one complains work themselves to death yeah yeah um so epic game store they have done their big uh what is it their big sale recently and then they've added some they say new features like what these are apparently brand new features um i'm excited with the first one what i'm excited for new features what do we got Rena? oh let me tell you what the new features are this is what they call a self-service funds meaning they will require no intervention by someone at epic games before your money appears back in your account that is, if you meet their baseline requirements for returning, which is either two hours, within two hours of gameplay, or two weeks uh, of owning the game. Oh, sounds like Steam refunds. Oh, I don't know what you're talking about. What is the Steam refunds thing? What is that? So what other new yeah. features do we have? Oh, let's go on with these brand new features. So you do not have to, um, well, the first, the, the first keyless integration which means if you buy something a game uh with one of their third-party platforms which includes fanatical green man gaming and gemba digital you do not have to re-enter their 20-digit redemption code that's oh, wow yeah it's groundbreaking brand new, brand new feature yes you Pretty buy sure something. steam already has that i don't know i don't know what you said well, let's look at a different one then if we think that that's that's it. Um, first iteration. This is the last of the three. Uh, allows you to adjust your bandwidth. So that way when you download really big games, you can slow it down while you're downloading. So that way wow. you don't overload your computer and your bandwidth. These are all brand new features to pretty the world sure, of PC gaming. Pretty sure Steam's had that one like for over a decade. I don't know what you're talking about. These are brand new features. So 
glad to see that Epic is really innovating in their field. Fucking good job, Steam. Or uh, good job, Epic Games. I mean, I'm I still just... I'm still waiting for Epic to finish adding cloud saving to all 30 of their games in their library. I don't know why it makes me laugh so hard when you say all 30. It's just so directly condescending and i love it I, i'm gonna look up how many games how many please, games please, are on the epic store that's some like good asmr i'm not only saying what i'm typing but you can hear the keyboard going dual smr they, it says they've given away 73 titles as part of their their free program but i know that most of those titles are like really tiny indie games yeah, really random ones that I get pop-ups on my computer. I honestly cannot wait till Satisfactory goes to Steam so I can forever uninstall Epic on my computer and I never have to get these stupid pop-ups. But yeah, I get pop-ups for free indie games all the time. Yeah, it drives it drove me nuts. I bought uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 on the Humble Store and it didn't say that it was an Epic Store key when I bought it. I thought it was a uh, a Steam key. And so when I bought it and it only let me redeem it on Epic, I was so sad. Like, I instantly requested a refund. Because the only game I play that's on Epic is Satisfactory, because I love Satisfactory that much. And I love Satisfactory so much, I'm willing to buy it again for $35 on Steam, so I don't have to play it on Epic. We love you, Satisfactory, just not the platform that you are sitting on. And thank God for you coming to Steam. So yeah, I'd love to give them more money. All right, here we go. Valorant has just closed their beta, and they're going to be reopening full release. Well, semi-full release in June 2nd. So the game is going to be able to be played. Um, they're going to be adding a few more things, fixing some bugs. So they're going to add a... Wow, I got real Midwestern. They're going to add... I don't know why sometimes... I get in there with that like Wisconsin sort of thing. Drop a y'all in there and you're good to go. Y'all, listen to this shit, y'all. <laughs> they say that this new operator or whatever the hell they're calling these things. Agents. Oper yeah, operatives or agents. Agents. Uh, is described as spicy. Can you fucking not? Can, I why mean, do we have to? Their, their teaser that they did on their Twitter for it was they showed a picture of her foot. That's going to send the internet <laughs> over the fucking top. The, the guy that posted is like, I don't think I've ever done anything like this before. <laughs> and then it was just the... <laughs> that's, I mean, that's hilarious. I'm a little concerned with Valorant um, becoming too Fortnite-y and trying a little too hard to be like, I don't know, popular and mainstream and they get like over the top with certain things so i hope it doesn't go that way i don't think it will i think at, at the core it's still going to be like you know a csgo league of legends overwatch yeah it just looks so cartoony that i feel like it's gonna like it's a good branch for people that are kids that play fortnite to kind of be like oh this is a new game that i can play that kind of looks similar to the one that i like already so yeah, knows? but it actually takes skill to play. That's one thing. Yeah, so we'll see how that happens. Whereas if you uh, watch anybody play Fortnite, it looks like they're having a seizure. I can't. St I, I like I actually want to throw up most of the time. Yeah, when their screen is just like it's like shaking everywhere and there's like all sorts of shit flashing and appearing. Oh, my God. Oh, my. I know. And then all of a sudden they jump off and then they're Mary fucking Poppins like floating around with an umbrella. I don't know. I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. Are they cool? One of the best lines of the entire movie. It is. Uh, so good. So not only are we going to get this spicy new agent, we're going to get a new map um, and a new game mode. So apparently this is going to be, uh, I don't know, was it, what they say, a time conservative secondary game mode that is going to be labeled as a beta because... We have not gotten to play it yet, so they want it to not be released as a full game mode, just saying that this is going to be in the works. Yeah, which they do that a lot with League of Legends. They will release like test game modes for people to play, and then they can tweak them and update them. Uh, but Brenna, important question here. 
would you say that this spicy new operator is uh hot core really that's all i got really how long were you waiting for that one a little while yeah how long the moment moment you said said spicy i was like the moment i made that other joke about the uh what did i say what it was i don't listen to you i don't know I see, this is why I wish that you guys could see sometimes because I feel like our facial expressions really ring in some of these insults and these zingers. Was it, is it, did I bring the heat? Is it too hot for you? Can't handle all this. Well, you know what they smoke. say, Brenda, if you can't handle the heat, get the fuck out of the kitchen. <gasps> oh, shit. He went there. That's right. Finally, some delicious fucking food. I actually make fantastic food. It was a Gordon Ramsay reference. I do. I, I know that. Okay. I love how sweet he is to like kids. And then he turns around <laughs> and then someone messes something up and he's like, how are you this fucking stupid? <laughs> and this like little girl messes up and he's like, it's okay, sweetheart. <laughs> My favorite will always be the one where he's got the hands on the woman's face and he's like, what are you? A stupid sandwich. <laughs> Quinn Ramsey is the absolute best. Uh, um, people send in photos of their food and he like replies descriptions of them and they're like, you know, what do you think? And he's just like, what the hell? Some of the video or photos that he gets sent. Fantastic. Yet another rant. Uh, so Valorant is going to be coming back June 2nd with, uh, you know, updates and things like that going to be happening throughout so look for that. They had almost 3 million people a day playing. It's pretty good numbers for a closed beta. That was like right. you had to like watch Twitch to get a key. You had to put effort in to be able to do this. So who knows? We talked a lot of shit on Valorant. So we'll see. And then Jamie got to play it and said it wasn't that bad. So who no, knows? Maybe I, maybe actually, I actually enjoy Valorant in itself as a gameplay. But I will not have Vanguard on my computer after it started bricking other people's computers. So until I know for sure that it's 100% safe for my PC, I will not reinstall Vanguard. Yeah, I agree with that one. Jamie, would you kick us off with news you might have missed, please? You missed one. There's one more right below that. See where my cursor is? God, son of a bee sting. It, it did a page break on the next page, so I, know, I don't know I, what the I hell hate, I'm looking I hate at. when that happens. Do you want me to take take over it? I can take over. You can it. because I fucking hate Fortnite and this stupid banana on the front page. It makes me angry. <laughs> you don't like the little banana man? Okay, its eyes are menacing. It's got no pupils. I don't know what's going on. Why is it semi-buff? What is? <laughs> it's like the smuggest banana ever with that little smile. It's got like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't like it. So Fortnite has taken it upon themselves to uh you know bring back the movies since we none of us can go to the movies so last week fortnite during their party royale mode debuted uh a trailer for the new upcoming movie tenant by uh christopher nolan the guy who did interstellar dark knight uh inception great great fucking director uh makes amazing movies and so uh the the movie's still slated to release in theaters in july they have not moved the release date yet and uh additionally additionally you will be able to watch the movie in fortnite virtually they've been doing this trying to keep relevant they did that concert with travis scott and now they're playing travis scott yeah yeah, and now they're playing movies. I mean, it's kind of a cool idea if it wasn't Fortnite. To me, so. to me, all this says is that their actual Fortnite numbers are dropping, and they're wanting to do new things to bring people back in hopes that they'll play more Fortnite again. Just make a new game. How many seasons have there been? Seven? A lot, yeah. Fortnite's been out for a little while. Just make a new game. Like, stop trying to beat this dead dog. It's on this way. Well, important news you might have missed. A Club Penguin clone has been shut down for rampant e-sex. 
I mean, it's yes. We come on now. This is club anything semi club penguin. It's so odd because it's such an innocent game. I know what is wrong with people. What is wrong with the internet? I mean, honestly, it's like it's like club penguins up there with My Little Pony. Oh yeah, you're t- bronies. Oh gross. Bronies are some interesting people. Yeah, they are. Uh, additionally, side note. Oh, side note. Sorry, we were talking about movies, and it made me think because I recently watched something similar to this. I went to a drive-in, The Hunt. Hilarious, really good. Go and watch it. Don't be triggered because it's hilarious on both sides. Okay. Thank you yeah. very much. It's a good take. It's a good take on that sort of uh, trend of like the elite, you know, you know what I mean? Trying to take it out on everyone else. And it's like always these conser- like really conservative people, right? With the purge and you of see, course. and it's like all these really, yeah. But now it's not, it's like liberals that are doing this and it's hilarious. It's absolutely hilarious. That is funny. That's funny. I, yeah, I've been wanting to watch, but I haven't uh, in a while, or I forgot about it. Uh, additionally, it has been announced that Bloodborne will be coming to PC uh, as one of the mini games that Sony continues to bring to PC as part of their exclusives, like Horizon Zero Dawn, which is coming this summer, and Death Stranding, which is coming next month. Um, so Bloodborne is currently in development for PC, and... Um, they said it could take about 10 months to a year, so we'll either see it probably very end of this year, but most likely probably spring of next year, which I'm super stoked. I love the Dark Souls games. Uh, I've never played Bloodborne, so I'm really looking forward to playing it. Neither have I, and I like their conservative approach and not trying to hurry up and just jam it onto PC with it being buggy and crashing and things like that. Yeah, plus that means, you know, it's probably going to look fucking amazing on PC. It's going to look so good, and it's also going to give me time to play everything else that I need to play. To me, what this says is Sony is really starting to take a hard look at how absolutely massive the PC market is. And I think the sales for Death Stranding and Horizon Zero Dawn on PC will solidify it for them that they're going to be like, all right, we need to start releasing our exclusives on PC. I love how PC is like the secret holder of all of this because consoles have been going back and forth, back and forth, making exclusives. And Microsoft is releasing theirs, obviously, on PC. And we haven't said anything as a community. I mean, we said we want more inclusivity for all players, but we haven't been like crazy about this. But now everyone is starting to like slowly release everything on PC. And it's just like furthering the master race. Mm hmm. Indeed. Indeed. Uh, Speaking of furthering the master race, uh, Tencent has acquired yet another video game company, uh, Otherside Entertainment, uh, the company that makes uh, the System Shock games. And uh, they're going to be taking over uh, that studio. I have no clue what that will mean for the upcoming uh, games in the series, but uh, I don't... mm. It's, uh, yeah, I don't know. Tencent is, they're not, they're not the best of friendliest people companies, but. Yeah, they've screwed over quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see what that means, but there's really not much, not much else we know about it uh, because it currently just happened. So uh, Henry Clavel, who is, as we know, a mega nerd. One of the... I feel like if we have, you know, PC gods, he is one of the saints. Yeah. So Henry Clavel is a fan of uh, many PC games, uh, including World of Warcraft. He's been, you know, a player since the very beginning. Uh, He's also a huge fan of the Warhammer franchise, whether it's 40K or Age of Sigmar, uh, that he recently posted some pictures of himself painting some miniatures of them. And as a kind of, you know, nod to uh, Henry Clavel. Um, The devs behind Total War Creative Assembly have slipped him in as a character into uh, their current game, Total War Warhammer 2. So they were joking about that he actually appeared in it, but turns out he's actually kind of in it. There's a character uh, that was added to the High Elves named uh, 
Clavel, more master of, uh, what is it, Hoth? Hayoth? Yes, yes, it is. And uh, just in case you weren't convinced that it was him, uh, one of his abilities for the character is called the White Wolf, which grants him a plus 15 bonus for large enemies. Uh, and if you also remember, uh, Geralt of Rivia is called the White Wolf. So pretty cool, uh, little, pretty cool little nod. Yeah. Henry yeah. Clavel's the fucking man. He's the be- he is the absolute best. I love him so much. <laughs> He's such a cool dude. Yeah. Brenner, this is all you. I know. <laughs> I saw it coming up. Okay. So, obviously, if you guys have listened even a little bit, I am a huge Sims fan. Uh, so, I like God games and like that creator games, customizable things, um, doing things that I cannot do in real life, like have a nice house. That's. I mean, Definitely. you can have a nice house in real life. I'm not whoring myself out. I'm sorry. I didn't say that. Means, yeah, I know what you meant. Pop my ass down to the casinos. I didn't say that either. Hang, hang around the crab tables. You have no idea where I was going with that. <laughs> God. Anyways. Uh, so, a new game that is similar to Sims is called Paralives. And so, it is a much more customizable version of sims we don't necessarily know how the gameplay is going to be uh all that we've seen about it are videos of how the game is customized so if you start at creating and editing lots you can see um, like a whole neighborhood so it's the whole plot think of like a world and then you can actually designate Uh, your own lots so you can make your own shapes and things like that and designate these to be certain lots and then from there you can build on them they have curved fucking walls can i say that again curved walls thank you but one of the things i think i find the most intriguing is the way that you can customize certain objects so you have a desk uh, and then in the options of the desk you can change it to have yeah, I don't know, this cabinet look different or add this onto the side or maybe change the knobs and change the color palette. Um, one thing that Sims 4 doesn't do anymore is color palette. They have preset um, colors for all the items of which you cannot customize. Extremely annoying because for the longest time, and I'm not even like for like years, like three, four years, they didn't have a black fucking door. Like, you don't have a black, like, and a solid white door. It, it took, it, anyways, drive me nuts. Uh, and then, obviously, this continues on to your character. Extremely customizable, though Sims does a good job at customizing um, your character. You can do things like facial cheeks and stuff like that. Uh, wow. I was had facial cheeks, which made me laugh, because I was like, where else cheeks do you have? And then I realized, you got ass cheeks, so that works. Clap them cheeks. Yeah, but I'm sure you can... <laughs> Sir, this is a PG-rated podcast. It's definitely not. Just I'm pretty sure I play a fucking clip at the beginning that says rated M for mature. Oh, uh, man. Um, so I'm pretty sure you can change the other cheeks to make them clap as well. But that is a little bit about it. Hopefully, this game will be seeing some actual gameplay because the game style or the art style is a little bit more realistic but it still has um sort of cartoony feel to it but yeah i definitely want to see what the gameplay is going to be like um how it is going to be day-to-day living exciting stuff exciting stuff well a studio has already come out saying that they will be using unreal engine 5 as part of their uh next gen title uh the studio in exile um who made Wasteland 3 uh, is working on their next upcoming RPG title, and they've already announced that it will run on Unreal Engine 5, which is uh, cool. We'll see how it actually looks when it physically runs and is playable on a console, because, you know, I'm a pessimist, and until I actually see it running on a game, I don't believe it. So, um, but uh, this... So, Call of Duty... Got another update last week. Uh, and it was another 30 gigabyte update. <clears throat> uh, taking the game well over 
the uh, 200 gigabyte mark. There's got to be like a Guinness World Record for biggest game file. Oh, they already have it. Yeah. They already have it. There's no other game that comes nearly close to this. And people are constantly voicing their concerns about why it keeps getting bigger. And to give you an idea, in this past update, they added like two multiplayer maps, I think. And that was it. Like in just some patch fixes. Like there really wasn't a lot of content added. It was a... What the fuck are you doing? Nobody seems to know. And when people people keep asking about it and a uh, Modern Warfare dev commented last week about it and uh, his comments regarding uh, people's complaints, he said, we are aware of how large the game is. No, the game is not that large. The game is not that large. He's talking about the file size, but yes, no, the game itself is not that large. But basically, his his comment boiled down to, I know how big it is, and I don't care. Yeah, it's literally like, yeah, I know my room is a fucking mess. I don't. This is just, I, the game files, I know they're never going to release them, because you can't. But I would love to see what their game files look like. It's just got to be a hot steaming mess everywhere. It is, 100%. 100%. Uh, the latest uh, convention to be canceled is Gen Con. Uh, every year, it is the U.S.'s biggest board game show. Last year, we got to see uh, a look at the new upcoming Cyberpunk board game that will kind of tie the original Cyberpunk games in with the video game uh, because the video game is based on the tabletop RPG, if you guys aren't aware of that. So uh, that's kind of sad to see. It is, again, the largest board game convention every year, uh, and it has been canceled. No plans for that to go digital because, you know, it's board games. Uh, and Bethesda has come out saying that the Fallout 76 seasons that we talked about last week, uh, their season pass style system, uh, all of the content uh, for the summer season will be free. Uh, all of the seasons will be free, but they'll be working in some sort of additional bonuses for their paid uh, players, their Fallout First uh, players. So, you know, that that was a relief to many players because people were some people were getting upset that they might have to pay for all this content that should have been included from the very beginning. And what my typing phenomenal. New serious email, is that what you're looking at? Yes, it's not an email, uh, but we are talking about the new upcoming Serious Sam 4, uh, which will come out uh, later this year. It's, they announced it'll come out in August 2020. I can't remember the last time a Serious Sam game came out, but they're I, stupidly absurd. Oh, yeah. I don't I don't know either. Like, I don't, yeah, I don't remember, but... Uh, so the game will be PC and Stadia exclusive for uh, probably about a year before it will appear on PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. So I don't care about Stadia. I don't think anyone cares about Stadia. I think all people saw is PC and they're on board, yeah. which makes sense because a game like Serious Sam is pretty much geared towards PC with, you know, having... Uh, hundreds of thousands of enemies on screen at any one moment so it's definitely geared towards the much you know weightier systems why it's on stadia the world may never know i wonder how stadia is doing probably trash i wonder Was if there... they i wonder if they ever hit the one million mark for uh sales users oh users because they, they had everything kept crashing. They had like 500,000 users at launch. And then like within three months, they were already down like 200,000. Dude, at your launch, you're not even like, that's bad. Well, it was a terrible system. I'm and it just, was also a terrible launch. Like half the people didn't get the things that they needed to. I'm just glad that, you know, most people realize it. I think I still think 500,000 people is too much, but far too much. It is what it is. Um. Minecraft Dungeons is uh, coming out pretty soon. And uh, for those of you that haven't played it, it's a, basically a Minecraft dungeon crawler. And it's actually kind of fun to play. It looks pretty goofy. Not my cup of tea, but you know what? 
if you've got kids out there, this might be a uh, this might be a great game for you. So uh, go check it out. Look up some gameplay. It's uh, it's got more of a casual crossers or overcooked, you know, a cartoony, fun, friendly kind of feel rather than, you know, the hardcore uh, dark feel of uh, Diablo. So, yes, check it out. Much anticipated Sea of Thieves is finally coming to Steam after two years of being exclusive to Xbox and the Windows Store. Uh, it's the game's going to blow up like crazy the moment it comes on Steam. I cannot wait. I've been wait. I remember when they announced Sea of Thieves like forever ago at E3, and I wanted to play the crap out of it. And I've just been waiting ever since then. We will be playing the crap out of it. Um, so it'll cost forty dollars, and it will be it will support crossplay with all other versions of the game. Um, very exciting stuff. Very God, thankfully, finally, the industry is deciding to do crossplay, even though the technology we've had the technology and uh, they will they have four more content updates this year. So they're still churning out plenty of stuff for it. Plenty of stuff. You know, what game I'm waiting for that they announced like ages ago that would kind of just disappeared off the map is Ubisoft Skull and Bones. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> Sorry, the, the you pulled a memory from like deep in the back of my brain. Yeah, it's a uh, it's another pirate ship based game, and it's and they based they started developing the game based on how well Assassin's Creed Black Flag was received with the ability of pirate ships and everything. So they're making it a highly realistic, but yet fun to play video game arcade version. So it'll be super interesting to see. Um, whenever that comes out because it got it got pushed to 2021 so who knows who knows uh borderlands 3 is also getting another dlc pack soon the uh bounty of blood is a western themed dlc so you can do you know some rooting tooting shooting uh, it hurt me just to say that jesus i hmm, you should feel a little bit sad about that one i do and so that will be coming out in june uh, this year on all systems, Xbox, PlayStation, and uh, computer. Uh, so with GTA 6 potentially coming in the next couple years, it's kind of GTA always likes to make fun of the real world and how absurd the real world is. But it's kind of gotten to the point where the real world has gotten just too like absurd to even make fun of. It's like a cheap shot. Yeah, like just with all the social media, with the elections, with uh, you yeah, know, quarantine you now, all anymore. the all the trends people have. It's like you can't make up half the shit that's happened in the last couple years. Like uh, the old GTA stuff, it was like that's funny because that could never happen in real life, and it's poking fun and making it very satirical. Except for the entire world is one giant satire and none of this shit should exist. Yeah, it's just You can't go you, you can't go more absurd than what is happening. Yeah. Like an example of this is they added a, they have a social media in GTA five called Life Invader, which makes fun of Facebook. So instead of liking people's posts, you can stalk people's posts. Uh <laughs> and other, you know, crazy things like that. But just God, it's it's unreal. Yeah. It's unreal. Our world is uh, an interesting place. Always GTA's little like weird drawings they do for the start of their games are always so bizarre. <laughs> like GTA is so bizarre in general. I absolutely love that series, though. It's true. It's true. I'm looking forward to six. Uh, supposedly, the rumor is the map is going to be the entire U.S., yeah, but they say it's not going to be massive, but it's going to be the entire U.S. We'll see. What? Yeah. We'll see. Um, well, didn't they say they were using Google Maps? Mm -hmm. Like they were, they were, they were using Google Maps to make like an exact replica. It means you could drive to your house and shoot it up and bring a prostitute. Kind of, but it's always it's always an exact replica, but it's adjusted for scale. 
So by they're using Google Maps, not your house is not going to actually be in there because they scale it down so it's a little bit more manageable. Otherwise, you know, I'd be driving through Los Santos, you know, trying to go from downtown Los Santos to the pier and it takes me like three hours because, you know, that's what L.A. traffic's like. I mean, they did say that it was going to take like if you wanted to go from one end of the map to the other, you would be there for a long time just driving. Uh, so fun story. So with all the talk of Assassin's Creed, uh, some of the original Assassin's Creed developers who are still with Ubisoft. Uh, we're taking a, taking a look back at, uh, you know, where they started with the original Assassin's Creed game. And so apparently when they were getting close to release date, like they were they were getting ready to burn their discs and ship the game. Uh, the CEO, I guess, gave a copy of the game to his son and his son played it and his son said the game was too boring. And this is like two weeks before they're about to ship and launch the game. And so they're, everyone's like scrambling, like, oh, well, you know, shit, what do we do now? We can't have our game be too boring because the kid was their prime target audience. And so after some brainstorming and in about a week, they added a whole host of side missions um, to the game that just didn't exist. And they did it all without adding a single bug. Okay, now that's the most impressive thing. It was later discovered that there was one bug that slipped through. And I remember this bug because it happened to me. Uh, I never went back to fix it. But so part of the thing was in that game, you had to assassinate Templars. And if you wanted to try and get, you know, platinum the game, complete all the, uh, you know, achievements, kill all the Templars, you, you needed to kill all the Templars to get that. So there was a bug where there was one Templar that if you approached from the wrong direction, he would like glitch and he would die and he would fall through the map and disappear. And because he fell through the map, the game didn't count it as you killing him. And so it just forever, you know, said you had to kill that Templar. So the only way to fix it was to restart the whole game. The entire game or just reload? No, the entire game. New save file. That's kind of a big bug. But not, when you think about it, it's not. The only thing you it know, prevented like people from getting... Crashing. The only right. thing it prevented people from getting was the 100% completion of yeah, the game. Yeah, but for some people, that's like... Yes. That's what they do. But still, that's pretty impressive that they add... Because there wasn't a lot of side missions in that. Assassin's Creed was very much focused on the story. And they even said that. So they added just tons of content just in the matter of a week, just fully coding it, implementing it. It's actually just quite impressive. Seriously, I mean, it's a good thing he gave that to his son, because who knows, maybe Assassin's Creed wouldn't have been the game series that it is today. Right? Crazy stuff. Crazy stuff. Uh, Razer is getting ready to release their, their first non-gaming headset. Uh, the Razer Optus will feature THX certified audio uh as well as advanced noise canceling so it, it will be a you know lifestyle headset it, they look very much like bose headphones when you look at them they'll run 200 dollars. they're bluetooth uh they'll have USB-C charging you can still plug in a thing uh 25 hour battery life but they are 100 geared towards music and movies so they look nice i like it they do they do look nice. The Razer logo is pretty subtle. Yeah, the it's almost like they laser engraved in and looks nice. But does it not uh, look like Bose headphones? It does have that similar ear cup of Bose headphones where it kind of has that like scooping out sort of thing. Like they're not the prettiest looking headphones. They they do look like headphones from like 2007, but you know. They're minimalistic to yeah. say the least. But you know, if when it comes down to headphones, it's not how they look. It's about the audio quality. So at the end of the day, if it provides, you know, amazing audio quality, then it's worth the $200. So oh, if, really? Are you sure? Not the one, the, you know, powder pink headphones that they sell with the cat ears? That's not worth it? The Diva headphones? Cat ears. Yeah, they're, they're Diva headphones. Yeah. You want those? I'll order you a pair. 
I swear to God, if you order me those, I will lose it. I'm not hating on anyone's setup, but the entire powder pink setups that people have, like powder pink chair, powder, the whole pink series from Razer, then they got a pink PC, and there's like Hello Kitty and pink throw up literally everywhere. Hurts my eyeballs. Brandon, why are you be hating on women? It's mostly men that have this setup. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I don't think so, but I don't uh, I don't doubt it actually either at the same time. Ninja's got doesn't Ninja have those headphones? Probably. Yeah. This is a tool. Yep. Uh additionally, Sabrent has announced that they will be launching a uh eight terabyte M.2 SSD uh for your computer soon. Currently, their four terabyte version runs you uh, $750. So we can easily expect the uh, eight terabyte version to uh, well exceed a thousand. Um, oh, that's good. I needed a new uh, boot drive. So maybe I should just slap a small little eight terabyte in there for my boot drive. Yeah, never have to uninstall any games. <laughs> Upcoming release dates. Uh, last week we had Terraria Journey's End. The Mafia Trilogy minus Mafia 1, which apparently has been super glitchy. Like, it's actually apparently a really poor remaster. Uh, yeah, not not good to see. Uh, Never Song, uh, Aqua Lungers, Red Wing, Aces of the Sky, What the Gulf, Saints Row 3. And then upcoming this week, we have Elder Scrolls Greymore DLC, Minecraft. Mm-hmm. On the Elder Scrolls Greymore, they need to chill with the advertisements because every two seconds, all I see is fucking Elder Scrolls. Elder, El, you know what I'm saying? Sound it out. El, El, Elder Scrolls Greymore. Good job. Yeah, literally everywhere. Uh, Minecraft Dungeons, Mortal Kombat 11 Aftermath DLC, Fantasy Star Online. Yeah, that's right. Fly Punch Boom, Polybridge 2. Polybridge was actually an amazing game, like low-key. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Thunder Force AC, and then we got a bunch of games coming to Switch. The Bioshock Collection, XCOM 2 Collection, and Xenoblades Chronicle Definitive Edition. But now, it's time to log into the chat room. That was, my, that was my little that was chat. Nice. Yeah, that was little nice. Chat login, yeah. Need a little like sound effect, a little like intro to play for the chat room. Uh, so this week's topic is uh, I want to know I want to know what your favorite mechanic or feature is in a video game. Something that you really look for in any game that it comes out and you really like gravitate to in a game like and this could be a feature that, you know, is your favorite that makes or breaks the game, um, you know, something like that. So an example is obviously crafting. But one of my personal favorite features is it has to be in-depth uh character customization and i'm not talking i'm not talking like oh i can just adjust some sliders and change how my character looks i'm talking in-depth customization of your character's gear and clothing so like you know i can swap out individual pieces of it i can recolor it i can change you know little aspects i can move things like stuff like that is what i am all about and that carrying over to like your characters, weapons, vehicles, whatever. I'm all about the customization. And then my second favorite feature would be any game that allows me to do any sort of building. But it needs to be as free of building as possible. No limiting like I want to be able to just construct shit. So like Minecraft is obviously a huge game for me when it comes to building because that's all I do. I don't give a shit about playing survival Minecraft anymore. I'm all about creative mode, just building stuff. So, what you got? Unfortunately, I'm quite as boring um, because I'm very similar. I I think my number one is going to be similar as to like I want customization, like building wise, but um, Fallout. So Fallout Three, they allowed you to create settlements, and you could create multiple settlements. And they had a really good building system where you could just pick up a shit ton of materials and put them in whatever configuration that you possibly wanted on certain plots of things. And you can make really cool buildings and then recruit people to live in your settlement. 
Um, you know, you could upgrade things there as well. I mean, it had components where you had to watch for like electricity and things like that. So configuring a real life settlement, I think is something that I absolutely love. And I guess um, more puzzly type of what is what did you what did you just ask me sorry blanked mechanic mechanics? or feature yes like puzzly mechanics so uh there's a game that i love called space engineers and you have to build you know you don't have to but you build ships and things like that and you can build like stations and in order for things to work correctly you have to put you know, gravity thing here or a switch breaker here. And if you don't do it correctly, you don't balance it out and have the right amount of ion thrusters, etc. Your thing doesn't fly. Or when you turn on the switch, everyone gets ejected because you have the gravity and going in the wrong direction. So everyone just gets propelled out of nowhere. And so I like games that add in a little bit of realism to make that makes you think um, and have to kind of pre-plan where you put everything. That's I like that. Nice. I like that too. When I'm building or doing things, I liked the. I like the. I think the way I think of it is like the management aspect. I like to think and plan what I'm going to do, and so I appreciate games that make me do that. And again, going back to the customization a little bit, another example of this was uh, the Total War franchise. For whatever reason, Shogun Two was the only game where they added customizable units in multiplayer. That you could earn these veteran units and that they could carry over from battle to battle and they would like unlock, uh, you know, you could level them up, choose what points to give them to upgrade their gear, customize their gear, customize their banners. But for whatever reason, they got rid of that in all the other Total War games, which really upset me. You know, um, it's such a, oh, continue. That was it. I was saying like such a random game that had such a great cut, like character customization was UFC. They had that. like a really decent way to customize your character. Not only um, could you do their face, their body type, hair, like different hair structures of like the men, you know, chest, you could have them have happy trail, things like that. Um, customize all of their tattoos, neck, whole entire body. And then it went down to their fighting shorts you could put in different logos on their fighting shorts and you then know, it went to their walkout. Oh, and their song. The two K the two K baseball the two K baseball games before they got rid of those had real in depth customization like that too. Like you could choose like what kind of cleats you wanted your character to wear, like brand, color, look, and then same with like glove as well. And when you were a batter, you could choose like, oh, do I want like an arm brace to protect my elbow? What kind of gloves do I want? Do I want one glove? Do I want two? Like, does my helmet have pine tar on it when I bat? Like, little things like that really sell. It's those little details that really... I love. Yeah. I absolutely love. And I think Dragon Age Inquisition, I always bring it back to this. Jameson, you need to play the fucking game. It is so good. And they do that a lot for just customizing all of the characters that you can play. Because you have a party... You have your main character, but then you have a party that you can play as and you can customize every single piece of clothing that they have on them. And it doesn't necessarily do anything, um, you know, to improve armor or whatnot, but it just looks pretty. And they have really cool like satin materials and you can do the same thing. You can customize what your settlements look like and it has themes like your war room has a theme that you can change your throne. You can change the banners. You can change the lighting. It's insane. All exciting stuff. So that wraps it up for this week. We have a couple big announcements here though, uh, that we're going to talk about. So this is our last technically episode of May because today is the 24th. So we'll record, you know, next weekend, but the episode will release in June. Uh, and so for those of you that have been following us and with us for so long, uh, June 4th is the day that we launched uh, DL Gaming News officially. So uh, we have designated and it's very fitting because June is, you know, E3 and the big conferences. So it was, you know, we timed it obviously for that reason. So it's very fitting. Uh, so we've decided that June will now be our like our, our anniversary month. 
and so we'll be doing all sorts of events uh during june we'll do some community game nights we'll be doing some streaming stuff uh and we're going to be launching a whole new host of features uh for year two of our podcast what i know so uh next week's episode will be the first episode that will switch from uh this is episode 1.45 uh next week's episode will be episode 2.1 oh my good god i've been staring at that one for so long it's gonna be crazy to see it change it's gonna be uncomfortable it's gonna be like when uh january rolls around and you have to change the date and you're still running 2019 and it's 2020 (laughs) yeah it's gonna be super weird but i love that it is now changing so exciting stuff exciting stuff so um we have a whole bunch of new things that are going to be happening uh, for year two. You're not going to know what they are yet. Uh, so they will be uh, well, they'll be coming out uh, later. Uh, but actually, next week, next week might still next week might be one point four. No, no, I take that back. So um, June 6th uh, is a Saturday. We will be doing the first ever uh, live stream podcast. Uh, so the specific start time will come out later, but we will live stream ourselves recording the podcast. We'll be interacting with you guys on Twitch. And then afterwards, we will be playing some video games and just hanging out and having a good time because uh, June 6th last year was when we were at E3. So um, side note, remember how broken I was? You were so broken. You had a brace on. You had crutches like hot mess like so if you guys want a trip down memory lane scroll back through the instagram go look at some of that shit i had a kick i had a kick every once in a while when i get the little messages like hey one year ago and it's like oh look at us broken brenna is sweating like hell in lines in la oh look at that it was so fucking hot that day it was so hot and i had like fur covers on my fucking crutches it was so gross I wore a jacket that whole day. You wore a jacket that entire day. Yeah, you did. Yeah. And we got to play Apex Legends. That was cool. It was cool. It was cool. It just came out, so we got to play like some of the new uh the new content. You got to play some uh some new Sims stuff. I did, yeah, that was nice. We also got to we also got to play Jedi Fallen Order. That was we very exciting. That. That we got the cool little pin and the picture with the little we robot. We stalked people to get a shit ton of pins, of which we, we, we gave out to you guys. Yeah. Yeah, nice. you met your you met your favorite Sims YouTuber. I did meet one of them. I don't know if she's my favorite, but she is definitely up top with one of my favorites. Yes. Delilah Gracie. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Exciting stuff. So uh, during that live stream episode, we will be announcing some of the uh, new features coming to DL Gaming News in uh, the 2.0 patch. And because uh, <laughs> at the end of the day, you know, that's our that's our shtick um so all sorts of fun little things uh will be coming out uh our additionally with that our youtube will be going down um starting this week uh all the videos that are currently on it will be pulled off uh in preparation for year two and we will announce what will be happening with the youtube uh for that um I'm still streaming schedules going to change a little bit because I have work all week this week. And then I kind of go back to like a school work schedule. So uh, streaming will be a little weird this week, but thank you all who uh, came out and supported me the last couple of days. I have made Twitch affiliate. So super excited. Uh, can't thank you all enough. I look forward to uh, streaming some more. Uh, I got to get more shit. Now I got to get more content. I've got all these like, I was going through and I was setting it up last night and it's like, oh, you want to add these emotes? Oh, what do you want your sub badges to be? And I'm like, I have nothing. Yeah. So I'm going to work on it, but uh, we'll probably be doing a uh, get red laps thing soon. The website will officially launch this June. Uh, I've also received notification from uh, our storefront that uh some of the companies that we work with to make our merch are reopening so we're going to start moving back forward with that again uh and fulfilling those patreon rewards uh so keep an eye out for that again a lot of this will be discussed uh during our uh 2.0 patch 
notes. So uh, we'll be doing some giveaways all month, all sorts of contents, co co contests, contests. Why was that so hard to say? I, I don't know. Uh, so stay tuned for all of that. So again, shout out to all of you. You guys are awesome. I can't believe it's been a year. Like, holy cow. Yeah, I can't either. Holy cow. Uh, so thank you all for making our show, you know, as awesome as it is. And, you know, huge shout out to uh, you guys from Ireland who have been just, we've been all over the Ireland charts. Thank you for coming out and joining us on stream yesterday, Settle Cyanide. I appreciate that. Uh, those of you guys at Get Wrecked Labs, part of that community, thank you for coming out and supporting as well. Uh, and a special thank you to those who support us on Patreon. Uh, Patches Play Games, Dr. Brandroid, Durka, Poolfire93, Miller, Cyber Shorty, and uh, Old Stray Dong. So, um, yeah, so keep an eye out for all that. I I, I was going to say next week, next week still might be a 1.46 because I, I might just move the, the 2.0 launch to when we do the live stream podcast to make it more exciting. The OCD is kicking I'm in. So here, to be OCD. I uh, like when it comes to stuff like that. Like it just, it works so perfectly for me. Like you should see me in Minecraft when I'm building shit. It's like the walls okay. aren't even like the door is not centered on like, oh, um, I lose my shit. <laughs> so uh, keep an eye out for all of that on social media. We'll, we'll update you with dates and times for everything. Uh, you can subscribe and follow the podcast on your preferred platform. Please, 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 please. If you have not drop us a rating on Apple iTunes, I can't see ratings if you live in other countries, but luckily because of Chartable, it will send me whenever anyone leaves a rating anywhere in the world, it will at least send me the rating so I can read it and see it. I just, unfortunately, it won't show up because our podcast is set to US. So like if you live in Australia, until we get X number of reviews in Australia, the Australia reviews don't show up. But at least with Chartable, I can see your reviews. So please, if you enjoy the show, leave a review. I will see it. I will read it on air and we will all have a great time. You can follow us on social media, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at DL gaming news. And you can follow us individually at DL underscore Jameson. And you can follow me at DL underscore mother goose. And I'm a Twitch affiliate. Good luck. Have fun, everybody. And remember, keep your goose loose. Do you like adventure? Yeah. Do you like laughing? Uh, yeah. Would you like to listen to a group of people you don't know play D&D and reference retro pop culture you vaguely remember? Um... Excellent. You're going to love Committee Quest. We play D&D in the world of Amarin. We use adventure modules and supplements made by people in the community. We also have a sweet synthwave backing track. Come and join us on our adventure. Volume 1 has been completed. Volume 2 coming the end of January. You can find us on iTunes, Podbean, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hey, I'm Tom. And I'm Stuart. And we're from the Dungeons & Dragons Lorecast. We talk about all things connected to D&D lore. And we're on the Robots Radio Network. So if you're into Dungeons & Dragons or you're into lore, then come check us out. You can find us on any podcatcher, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, wherever you get podcasts. Roll more dice. That's the Dungeons & Dragons Lorecast.